Blog Talk Radio. to the Kingdom Mandate. Join us each Saturday as we share empowering and equipping messages that reflect on the Kingdom of God according to His sovereign will for mankind to remain in His covenant order. Get your clarion call and follow us on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc. chapter 3 out of the Holy Bible, and we're going to be talking about the last days. We are um, experiencing a whole lot of things that were declared by the Word of God about the end. And so we're talking about what will it be like. Again, we're coming out of the book of Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, and before we will begin, we will open up with prayer. Minister Belinda, can you please uh, lead us um, in prayer and ask the Lord to take full control and be with us and cover us in the Holy Ghost uh, this morning as we share the word of God? Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come to you, God. God, we thank you that you're in the midst of us because you said that when more than one touch and agreement, you are in the midst. So, Lord, we thank you for your presence, God. We repent, if anything, God, that we have done knowingly and unknowingly before you, God. We want our prayers not hindered, Lord. And in the name of Jesus, God, we ask, God, you impart unto us your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding, God. Father, your might and your power through your word, Father. We ask you, Lord God, that you will give insight to those that are listening, God, that they have an ear to hear and a heart to receive, what thus says the Lord to his word. Father, the Abra, Sunday, be caught on a mercy. God, the Amaria, Sunday, the Aki. God, we ask you, Lord, Father, Jesus, give us your divine revelation, God, in your word, Father. The Abra, Sunday, be caught on the Aki, And God, we ask that those that hear are hearing, that they take this word seriously. Father, the Abra, Sunday, be caught. But, God, it must become living 
a living part of their lives, Lord Father, to guide and lead them and direct them, God. But, God, you are the only hope for this world, God. You're the only source, God. We, oh, God, in heaven and earth, Lord Jesus, you said, God, not one word of your word shall pass, God. It is a sounding brass to them that will hear. It's for instructions, God. You gave it so people can have life and life more abundantly, God. It's an answer to all world problems, God. It is the future. It is the past, God, that shall take place, God. Lord, God, and it's the end, God, that will take place to this earth, Father. God is the life pattern for all those that will receive your instructions, God, that will ask you to be their Lord and Savior, Lord. Lord, you came to give us, God. You said you are the truth, the way, and the light, God. So, Father, we ask you right now, today, God, this hour, to guide us and lead us, Father. Be present, God. And, God, we acknowledge you as Lord, Father. We acknowledge your word to be the, the answer and the anchor in our lives, Father. And, God, we thank you, Lord, Father, for all things, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord. It is a privilege, God, to read your word. It's a privilege to come to your table, God. Privilege to seek and hunger and thirst after you, Lord Father. We thank you, God, that you gave us life. And, God, we seek after life, not death, God. And you said your word is life unto us, God. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. And um, I'm going to read Second Timothy chapter 3, and I'm going to read the full context, but we will focus on verses 1 through 5 for today, and we'll continue on with the series um, throughout uh, the following weeks until we complete 2 Timothy chapter 3. But in 2 Timothy chapter 3, it says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitor, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lust, 
ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do those also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch and Iconium, at Lystra. What persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Hallelujah. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in, in, in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through, through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by the in, by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly finished unto all good works. Hallelujah. The word of God I have been reading second Timothy chapter three and I read the full context out of the authorized King James Version. Um, so, Minister Belinda, let us uh, continue on and uh, look at this chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through 5 of Second Timothy chapter 3. And I'm just going to go back over, uh, start from the first sentence here. It says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Perilous times shall come. And, you know, and when we look at this, we look at perilous times. Perilous times is like times of stress, uh, times of calamity, times of chaos, uh, times where one day you wake up and you think it's going to be okay, and you wake up to another event. You wake up to another event. Um, it's never-ending uh, events that occur that, that become, if you're not careful, it could traumatize uh, your mental state. It could traumatize patterns. It could traumatize uh, the way you think if you're not rooted in the things of God. Uh, what, share with, uh, Go ahead and talk and share what the Lord is saying to you right now. Well, I watched it yesterday. I mean, people are not are not taking this word serious. And you say it, it, it is where one event happens, you hear this happening, another thing happening. And and it would. But if you're grounded and rooted in God, like Sister Donna says, you won't be moved because God's already told you from the beginning of Exorcist 
down to Revelation. It tells all through the Word of God, God speaks of things, especially in Revelation and the latter part, Timothy and all those chapters, that there's going to be perilous times. And, 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 and you can go back to the Old Testament, they had them. But the times that's going to come now is going to be worse. And uh, uh, you're seeing people dying. You know, you're seeing people just lost in, uh, uh, in sorrow. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, uh, why me? Scripture says, why me in the word of God? Uh, and you've got this virus now. And people are running in panic. Sheer panic. You can see the stress on them, but the God said that there would be uh, plagues that would hit the earth. <clears throat> you got uh, people buying up just uh, 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 shells, just totally wiped out of uh, 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 sanitizer and hand sanitizer with this. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name of this plague that they're talking about now. Um, but, it, you know, you see it. You see it everywhere. You know, uh, wars continually, new wars trying to take place, famine, uh, pestilence. All of this is, you know, just, it's around us. The way the nature of man is taking place, you know. But I'm going to stay on this topic. But you said the perilous times are here. And, and and if you didn't know God, you would run in fear. And at Walmart, they took all the toilet paper was gone. I heard people before I got to the store, you better stock up on toilet paper. I'm saying, okay, what are they talking about? Come to find out, all of the paper they took off, they 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 believe it came from China. Just that word, China. They took all the toilet paper off the shelves. People were running around trying to get toilet paper. But in my wow. heart, I said, Lord, you know, I've had people call me, Melinda, you know, be careful. I said, for what? I said, I know who God is. I'm not. I'm not afraid. God has already said what he's going to lose. There are things that's going to happen. And he said, when you hear these things, fear not. Amen. Amen. He told us perilous times will come. Here he is telling us again. And I I, I think the main point to point out out of this um, uh Verse verse one of Second Timothy chapter three is that it says in the last days, yeah. in the That's last right. days, perilous times is come will come and and it's like Paul is warning the body of Christ because most of his writing was applicable to the body of Christ. Um, he's saying in the last days, so these are things that we can know that we're in the last days because it says perilous times shall come. And when we look at perilous times, you know, we, we are looking at some of the things that are going on, the characteristics of and behaviors of people, how mm-hmm. they are changing in this time, you know, 
Um, one of the things that he pointed out for men shall be lovers of their own selves. And we can look at that in more than one way. You know, we look at both, you know, uh, man and man and woman and woman. We can look at it as, you know, individual, um, a husband in the house, making sure that they are taken care of and not the the family as a whole, but making sure that they will have enough to eat on the side or a wife doing likewise, or a child cornering off and doing likewise. But uh, yep. in, in, the, in the thing of it all is that they're becoming lovers of self. So take care of self, uh, you know, prepare for self. Uh, yep. You know, uh, the behavior begins to change, even though that some of us in the body of Christ are saying that we are Christians and that we have the mindset of Christ, are we now becoming lovers of self? Are we now beginning to take on a nature that is not like that of Christ? And that's my question for you, because I know that there are also even organizations, churches that have bought up multiple supplies. Uh, Okay, so... Um, are they doing it for themselves or are they doing it for the betterment of mankind? And, uh, you know, are we going to be um, now lovers of self or are we going to be the child, the children of God that the Lord has given for us to be? And and so, we, again, we can look at this dimensionally because we can look at it as even uh, those that do have in this hour, or they cornering off for themselves and saying, let's depopulate uh, the population so that we can have uh, enough for our, ourselves and our own families and our own uh, everything, everything about lovers of self. And, you know, self also can be, uh, you know, uniquely down, you, you know, defined down to one individual having self-like instincts, you know, everything about self and everybody else is external and, you know, whatever happens with them is, is them and whatever happens with me is me. Okay. Uh, That could be with the deliverance of the word of God, you know, Uh, we could be that we're saying that, okay, so uh, they have chosen their way. So let me just stay over here uh, by myself. And, and, uh, you know, are we balanced by doing things by the Holy Ghost or are we coming up with our own self assumptions? Okay, Uh, Minister Belinda, I'll let you come chime in on that. Yeah, there's a lot of that, you see it, where no longer are, like, there's not a, a community or sense or neighbor sense. It's all about me and my family. And, and you do see that, where mothers no longer concerned for their family. It's about them. I want to go out. I want to do this. I want me. I, I, I. You hear a lot of I. You don't see that, 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 that long suffering, that, the old people used to have, or that morality. It's, uh, I mean, just boastful and proud and arrogant. You know, those are the characteristics that seems to be want to be more prevalent. People are drawn to those, you know, spirits instead of the 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 things that God says. Uh, um, unthankful, you know, uh, 
it's about me and uh, you should do this for me. You know, no self-control. Or it's, it's, it's just, you know, um, and, it's, and it's what you're saying, without natural affection, I mean, there's a mm-hmm. breakdown. It's, it's ungodliness. I mean, mm-hmm. you hear so much about grown mm-hmm. men having sex with babies, infants. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's prevalent. So, uh, so, so gratification. Mm-hmm. is horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fathers of God. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't see people. It's like a un, just an unnatural, unnaturalness about them. Uh, what, what I want, what I need, what I feel for the moment, okay. how, you know, what satisfies me. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. Me, even in the, in the body of Christ, uh, one will say, well, you know, well, this needs to be done. No one, no one will step up. Let them do it. You know, yeah. not me. I, yeah. I, 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 I have to, I have to, I yeah. have to, I need, I need. So, um, are we really balanced now? I mean, that that's a, a dangerous place to be because it, it's like showing that uh, what uh, Paul wrote to Timothy is coming uh-huh. to pass for the last days. And um, are we going to get a grip of this? Because, you know, when we look at catastrophic events that occurred uh, like Rita and, and uh, uh, you know, when they were coming out of Houston, people – begin to do things that were not, uh, you know, showing a behavior of uh, loving the neighbor, you know. Uh, If they couldn't get to the restroom, you know, they would begin to uh, defecate on people's properties and urinate and do things that were not really of godly nature. And I don't know if it's because of improper planning, um, you know, just not having uh, a real basic knowledge of, of how to handle the situation, and which that's something that people need to think about now when catastrophic events mm-hmm. occur. How how do we behave? How do we react to these things? Because if people are lovers of self, that means that they're going to make sure that they are taken care of and, and, and leave the uh, uh, less vulnerable behind. Um, and and so we have to think about this because we see in Italy, you know, I, I don't know the full full things, but there's uh you know things going around, and we it's not proven. I haven't seen it myself, but I've been seeing news articles floating around saying that uh, people that were elderly were being less cared for than the ones that were. Uh, had more of a chance of survival. So I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, um, they came from, you know, media that normally is credible, but I can't say that it's true because I didn't see it for myself. I wasn't an actual reporter out there seeing it, mm-hmm. but I'm just mm-hmm. bringing it out here. How how critical is it whereby uh, men or and women and you know just the population altogether is becoming uh, lovers of self? 
And how critical mm-hmm. is it to uh, the body of Christ if we do that, if we reflect that type of character and not polish ourselves by the word of God and, and remain with a kingdom of God mindset? It becomes critical uh, to the body of Christ, and we mm-hmm. should not we should, and let me put it in a positive perspective, focus on uh, the, having the mindset of Christ in this hour that we do not become subject to being lovers of self, okay? And then he talks about covetous, covetous you know, being covetous, uh, just Whatever I see, I want it. It's, it's, it's for me. And I don't care, you know, like you said, they went in and they bought all of the toilet papers up uh, in masses, you know, not thinking about everybody else. I know we should have toilet paper, okay? Don't, don't get me wrong. But I think we should be conscious of the fact that uh, someone else might need something, okay? So let me just think of to get enough to uh, get by for a certain period of time and not overdo it to where other people may suffer. Okay. So I'll let you talk about that, and then I'll chime in again, please. You said, you know, like having a mindset of Christ. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at lack of mindset of Christ. You know, God tell, he said, you know, if you are tuned in and we're trying, God, again, has given us understanding in Timothy. You know, these are the things that's going to happen. Well, what, what has it God said? You know, the mm-hmm. mind of Christ panics. He is God over everything. He is the source of all things. Even when it's nothing's present, he can bring things to you that, that are not present. You know, because he's a God of miracles. But I mean, when I when I went in, I was looking. He said, "Have the eyes, you know, the mind of Christ, you know, see active acts." And if you're locked down in that, you're not going to be in a panic. You're not going to walk in self indulgence or you know arrogance or just me, me, me. It's not about me, me, me. He tells you how to buy. You know, he tells you how he he sets your boundaries. He guides you. He said he'll lead us into all things, and that's all in the scriptures. <clears throat> so if this is what God is saying, that perilous times going to come and people are going to be, he's telling us to do the opposite. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there was just a it was filled, and people were trying to grab. It's like it's like if something. The world was coming to an end, and everybody mm-hmm. was trying to gather up what they could to survive, mm. but not thinking that if it lasts longer than that, then what's going to be your substance? What's going to sustain you? You know, if you yeah. have this kind of mentality mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. level, what are you going to do when it gets real bad? Mm-hmm. Are you going to people, or you know? If you look at what you're seeing, you know that's this 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 uh, thing that has uh, come out of China now. This plague, supposedly. Uh, you you look at how people are reacting in fear. You know, grabbing everything, trying to grab 
what they can. It, it doesn't matter if they need it, the whole uh, uh, I blank. You you look at what God is saying. You're not you're not you're not. Uh, uh, it's like I'm not being. I'm in this mentality of me, my needs, my family, uh, and fear. And if you don't have the spirit of God, fear can lead to many things, many things. You know, you'll kill somebody just to get something. Yeah, you that's right. Mhm, mhm, mhm. And see, and uh, and and that's that's the whole thing about it. I mean, and the the the, the seriousness of this, as it says in the last days. And again, Paul is talking to the body of Christ, most primarily in his writings. And yeah. when we look at this, you know, we see some of the body of Christ you know, that say that they're part of the body of Christ taking on this mindset. <laughs> you know, and I'm I, I and I'm I'm not wanting to I mean I'm just saying some of these characters are beginning to surface. And so mm-hmm. we have to to uh say that there's a necessity again to maintain our kingdom mindset, maintaining the mindset of Christ, without a doubt. Because without that, we perish. All of us will perish, and we we all want to overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We all want to live under the canopy of the um the tabernacle of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's a necessity that we keep the mindset of Christ. But I, I want to just bring out a, a few things that, um, you know, uh, you know, just looking at some of these events that occurred in the past and how people responded to it and, and say that, okay, this is how it was, but how can we make it better? How can we get to a point where we don't succumb to animal-like instincts or behavioral uh, acts that are not going to uh, prosper none of us, okay? Um, that's what we mm-hmm. have to look at. Because, you know, in this full Second uh, Timothy 3, it said, you know, you, you brought out uh, some of these other things. Um, we said a love is a self, covetous, boasters, uh, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, and we, we know that that is for surely out there, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors. Yeah. High-minded lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having that form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. It says, from such turn away. Okay? So, but when we look at this, I mean, you know, we look at uh, uh, just Hurricane Katrina and... You know, um, and this is real. This is real stuff. And I know this may sound like 
annoying to some people out there, but we, we also have to come to a point of reality. And I'm reading from the Seattle Times um, an article that was written by Scott Gold. Um, this was September the 1st, 2005. And it looked like he wrote it uh, around 12 a.m. and then updated again um, around uh, 9.29 p.m. But it says, a two-year-old girl slept in a pool of urine, cracked vials, littered the restroom, and then it says, blood stains the wall next to a vending machine smashed by um, teenagers. Now, the, the title of this article is Trapped in a Superdome, Refuge Becomes a Hellhole. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it says, the Louisiana Superdome wants a mighty testament to architectural and in, in, ingenuity became the biggest storm shelter in New Orleans the day before Katrina arrival Monday. About 16,000 people eventually settled in. Within two days, it had, it had degenerated into unspeakable horror. A few hundred were evacuated from the arena yesterday, and buses will take away the remaining people today. And it says, we pee on the floor, we are like animals, Taffany Smith, 25, said as she cradled her three-week-old son, Terry, in her right hand. She carried a half-full bottle of formula provided by rescuers. Baby supplies are running low. One mother said she was given two diapers and told to scrape them off when they got dirty and use them again. At least two people... Mm -hmm including a child, have been raped as the arena darkened at night. At least three people have died, including one man who jumped 50 feet to his death, saying he had nothing left to live for. Now, uh, I, I want to stop right there, you know, okay, because um, mm-hmm. there's a difference in the mindset of, of being in the kingdom of God, it's, you know, uh, as far as the mindset of the world system. But I want to paint a real picture of what it's like when, um, you know, the last days, perilous times, chaos uh, is coming forward. And nobody's really thinking about this. They're just, you know, living from day to day and thinking about self. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how... Can it get to a point when a hurricane is coming where you're thinking about uh, having a mindset of of raping someone? You know, um, you you in a building and the hurricane is coming in two to three days. The mindset is totally uh, corrupted. It's mm-hmm. totally corrupt. I mean, because how can you you know without natural affection? You know, um, mm-hmm. it has gone totally left. And this is things that people, like I said, typically don't want to talk about. But we need to be start being for real uh, mm-hmm. in this time to let let people know that this is what it was like. This is just during a hurricane. This is just yeah. during a hurricane. 
But times are beginning to transform and change. We have earthquakes uh, increasing, as it is written in Matthew 24. We have floods increasing. We have all of these things going on. Uh, We have rumors of depopulation. We don't know whether that's true or not, uh, but uh, there are many articles floating around about this, and we we have people uh, disobedient to parents and actually killing their parents, murdering their parents for just sometimes mm-hmm. no uh, no uh, reason uh, coming, uh, no conclusive reason coming forward. Sometimes it's money, sometimes it's their you know policies or whatever they can get the insurance policies that they're trying to gain access to or money that they have available. We we don't know, but a lot of people are beginning to be disobedient to parents. Uh, we have unthankfulness, you know, no uh, thankfulness for nothing, um, unholy, mm-hmm. without natural truth breakers, no, no covenant, no true... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, value of word or uh, contracts or commitment or agreements at all, okay? Um, This is happening in the body of Christ, too, and outside. And I'm not trying to tear down the body of Christ, but what I'm trying to say is that we need to look at these things for real, and we need to come to uh, together and begin to teach the body of Christ the word of God that we can come out away from the perilous times and remain secure in the kingdom of God, because that is going to be our final solution. Uh, not having the form of godliness, but actually uh, uh, seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness and desiring it to walk in it. Minister Belinda, please uh, share your thoughts there. You know, everything you're saying, I mean, God writes it in his word for us to understand that these things are going to happen. And then we have an opportunity if we put the word of God in us, cultivate the word of God in us, hear the word of God in us and hold to it, uh, you won't do these things. And that if you teach the true word of God, you know, as it is to God's people, and and, and 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 take this seriously. You know, like Donna says, to com- cultivate people, to understand that this, you will not be able to move in this without the Spirit of God, without the Word of God. What what has God said? Uh, what are the things I should be holding to that will give me the strength and the power of God to endure these things? Uh, uh you know, and it says uh, they'll be high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. If we, as the body of Christ, are more concerned about what feels good to us, well, you know, I want these things, and I don't care how I get them, and as long as I can eat, as long as I can have shelter, as long as I can do, and no matter what it takes to do that, and I'm more interested in how I feel. Well, you know, I understand what the Word of God says, but but that but is going to kill us. That but will kill you. But I want to do this. But I like this, you know. 
I don't want to sustain and live holy, but I want to feed my flesh. Well, you're no longer, uh, uh, you're leaving God out of it. And you're making your pl- pleasures and what you you desire greater than God. God will become a minimalist to you, and that will become greater to you. And it has no substance. It will fail you. And God is in Timothy saying, these, I want you to see these things. And as he says it, we can look outside of this word, and we see that it is more today than ever. I mean, teenagers cussing their parents out, or killing them because they want to guide them and say, you're not going out tonight. You can't live like this. Well, they punish me. Some people, children have killed their parents. You you have a children not did a while, just young children. I mean, it's young kids, too, in the street at night. No direction, no guidance. Because parents are, 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 are concerned about themselves. No respect for adults, elderly. Uh, but God is making a cry. He's giving this word to Timothy and saying, listen, my people, because this word is first for God's people. And why is God saying this for his people? Because we are, some of us are walking in this. You see on Facebook, Christians, scared, telling you, you know, the, you can hear the fear. You can hear it in the words that they're saying. Some are standing on God. You know, God is the answer. God has promised us. What has God promised us? Some of them are saying that. But you hear more carnality from some Christians, and they're running in what the world is running. But this, 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 this is so... It's we need to get a hold of this. Absolutely. Because right. it gets worse. You know? Well you what if you can't get to the food? Uh you know, they bought toilet uh portable toilets later, but it was no good because the people needed them at that time. Government people are relying on government more they are than they are on God. And FEMA was part of the government, but it failed the people. They sent the uh, the National Guard. They didn't come for the to help the people. They were to bring it, uh, control the environment. People have been days without water. So I mean, he's telling us perilous times going to come. But it's like we hear and we don't hear. And then when the time faces us, we're lost. We don't, we're running like we don't know what to do. And God is making a call to tell people, if I have foreknowledge and know, and then God in his word gives answers, then I will lean to what God has said, and it's an anchor. He said he's an anchor to our soul.
But you you have this. You have where people just walk out of marriages. It's like it's nothing. <laughs> just nothing. They don't honor it. You know, they they're just just so much love of self. There's there's not that much co- uh, commitment to too much of nothing, even in jobs. I'll come in and just work as little as I can and, and get a paycheck. But it all roots in lovers of yourself. But as we go down, you'll see what God says, what we should be, our characteristics should be. And only God can do that. Only God can anchor a soul. Only God can anchor the mind. Only God has dominion over the flesh and over our thoughts. Because he's the author and the finisher of our faith. And he is the God. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He said it. So in here he's saying these are the things that uh, are going on. These are the things that will go on. And how can you be anchored if you're 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 you you're having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. And then he says, uh there uh thereof from such turn away. So turn away from this stuff. If I deny the power of God and then when we face these kind of situations, go take the power of God to help you live in this. So if you turned away from the power of God, what are you going to use? The uh, Walmart took the paper off the shelves. So if they took it, they know people don't have the... Uh, uh, some people don't have, you know, won't have opportunity to buy toilet paper if they decide to take the food off the shelf. Because they're tainted. You know, if they decide to block up a a whole area of the city and quarantine it, then what? (laughs) People are not thinking about this until it comes. But he said, you can prepare naturally but it's going to take spiritually to survive it. Amen. Everything becomes limitable, but it becomes limited. Amen. Amen. Um, And and we can see that in other places of the Bible, and that's why it's so important to prepare the mindset um, to think with the mind of Christ. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your thoughts is, uh, you know, in the soulless realm, the fleshly realm, whatever we see, we hear, we smell, we taste, whatever we feel, we want to take it in to our soul and emotionally, uh, you know, react to it. And thoughts uh, can be vain and thoughts can be Christ-like. So we have to begin to watch how we allow things to enter us and affect us. 
We have to, you know, is this, is, God, what do you say about this uh, that yes. I saw? What do you say about this that I heard? Uh, God, what do you say about this that I feel? God, what do you say about this, you know, that I'm smelling right now? Uh, how do mm-hmm. you want me to react to this? Because then we can shut it off at the, the fleshly gates and it doesn't mm-hmm. enter into our soul and we begin to act out uh, fleshly uh, toward uh, things that will not, you know, it, it will not manifest nothing to us. Like you said, you can store up a lot of things, but we, as we've seen with these hurricanes, it can disappear in one day. You know, as we've seen yep. with a tornado, it can disappear w- within one day. God forbid that happened. Okay, but where does your true uh, trust lie? Uh, does it lie in your Savior? Because we know that uh, surely the antidote to all of this is salvation in Jesus Christ. It's our salvation in Jesus. He's going to be our Savior in this hour. And we have to know and believe that and put our faith in that. Because if we put our faith in the flesh, we, we, we will not survive. We will not make it. And we can see that, you know, God took care of uh, Elijah through a famine, not only once, but twice. I mean, he sent him to a widow to prepare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he didn't allow him to suffer the famine. So where yeah. do your trust lie? Where is your fear at? Who Do you fear God or do you fear the things of this world? Um, the mm-hmm. Bible says that the saints will be seeking the appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What are you seeking right now? Who 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 are you seeking for right now for the solution to the things that you are seeing, smelling, tasting, and hearing? Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, these are the things we know. The salvation is the antidote and the solution to the to what we see that's going on in this world. We see also that Elijah. Uh, was fed with uh, ravens. God took care of him. He didn't. He didn't have nothing. He didn't have one drop of supply with him. In First Kings uh, seventeen uh, two through sixteen, the Lord told him where to go to the brook of Cherith, and yep. that is before the Jordan. And he said, and. It shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded for the ravens to feed thee there. Yep. Now, how powerful is that? Yep. How but powerful is that? Problem. You didn't have nothing. Yeah. yeah. But if okay. you have left away from mm-hmm. the power of God and stopped believing in the power of God, like he said, they turned away, there having a form of hope, but denying the power of God. Mm-hmm. But it takes the power of God when everything gets limited. But if you have become vain and lovers of yourself and you haven't got rid of and grounded in God, how are you going to stand? On what faith? Mm-hmm. When you have walked away from it and, and you're no longer on the, the foundation, you're on sand. Your mind is not developed in God. You're not, you don't, you haven't kept the word of God in you as your anchor. 
so when you like Donna says, when these things happen, you've got those that have stood and, and heard God and kept it and, and put God's word like an ornament around their neck instead of buying a diamond. That's going to sustain you. Money won't even be a value. You can't get into the ATM. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I, 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 when he says it, you know it's the anchor. The, the Lord said that the angel would mark his children. Uh-huh. When these things are about them marked, it won't overtake them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Throw away God and took on the place. Pleasure it's not salvation. It can't help you. And yeah. Talk about what you're saying, Sister Donna. Mm-hmm. And, and and you gotta. It's not only just saying that I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It's more to it than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you know, you yeah. really have to have a divine relationship with our Father well, and begin to commune with Him one on one and learn of Him through His Word. You know word. that. Yeah, we we we're not gonna get it. Um, you know, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. So there's no other way to pass through but Him. There's no mm-hmm. other way to. Pass it's not even through the, what I'm saying right now. It's your relationship with Jesus Christ that's going right. to get you there. And 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 if you just ask Him and allow Him. To work in you, he will do so. You know, so. Um, you know, and there are many other uh, biblical scriptures that show the power of God in in allowing God to work through, like even Isaac in Genesis forty one. There was a famine, and yes. Isaac was prospering. Isaac was prospering through the famine. Yep. And one would say, how can that be? Isaac was prospering through the famine. Okay? So um, I don't know why would we want to put our trust in ourselves. Why we would we want to put our trust in the things of this world. There is no other system out there but a Jesus Christ system that is going to save you. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's yeah. that's the only way. That's the only way, Jesus Christ. And if you know of uh, another other way, come come on the line right now with us and, and tell us. But that's that's the way I know, and that's the way that I truly believe in, and that is Jesus Christ. Okay? So, you know, Minister <laughs> Minister Belinda, um, I think you know we have shared some um, shared this one through five very well. I think we have talked about it, and I think the body of Christ understand these characteristics and know it. And whether they want to change or not is going to be up to them because we all have choice. So I'm not going to put fear, use fear tactics, and I'm not going to come with um, all of these high-minded words and eloquent uh, mm-hmm. things to try to 
get you emotionally intertwined to where you do it because I want to tap off into your spirit man. I want to tap Amen. off into your spirit man and um, bring you into the realness of where you are right now in this system that we are in and tell you again that the solution is the salvation is the best antidote against corruptions of this world system designed by Satan. Okay? Yes. And you must hold your integrity firmly. Yes. Then what the world system is doing, you can't engage in a line to the world system. You must align to the kingdom of the living God. And the Bible says we must seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The Bible says that we must repent. Yep. And in order yep. for us to rule and overcome and reign as sons and daughters with the kingdom of God mindset, we must submit to Jesus Christ's government rule. Yep. According to his sovereign will and way. It's not our way. It's not any what other person's way. It's not any functioning design that you grew up in, that you lived in all your life. It is by the word of God. And as soon as we comprehend that, there's no weapons on this earth that's going to save you. There's nothing, unless the Lord, unless the Lord himself come and tell you to rise up and do something, then it will work. But if the Lord himself, if you are functioning by you being a lover of yourself and you're functioning by yourself, you will be with yourself. And you'll be doing it by yourself. Now, someone will say to you, someone is out there saying, but I'm trying. I'm really trying to do this. And uh, I'm just not making it. I'm I'm not getting there. And it's pretty basic. The Bible tells us. And one of the things is you're going to have to become knowledgeable of Jesus Christ, his government his counsel, his rule, his reign, and it's simply by reading his word. Ask yes. talk to the Lord and get, ask him to open your heart to receive it. Hunger and thirst for it. His righteousness through his word. You, mm-hmm. the, the one thing that will keep you separated is your desire to remain unrighteous. Because if you read it, you're going to have to align with his word and his will and his way as you are convicted. So the one thing that severs your relationship with the word of God and that the word is Jesus Christ, John chapter 1. The only thing that will sever you is your desire for the things of this world. Your desire to satisfy self. And you must love him with all of your heart. The greatest command, the first command of them all. You must love the Lord God, your almighty God, with your all of your heart. Not with just part of it. Not just when you want to or when something happens to you and when you feel good. But it says love him with all of your heart. Hallelujah. It says you must draw Nigh to him, and he will draw nigh to you. James chapter 4. Very 
simple and equal equations. But you can't draw not to him when, you know, when things are just good for you. You can't just draw nigh to him when you feel like it, when when uh, things are in turmoil for you, you. You should desire him all the time. You should desire that the Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And the Bible says you must obey him. You must obey him. So you can't live in pretense and say, oh, and and make your own interpretation how things fit just because you you're not seeing the repercussion of it now. And some of you are receiving the repercussion, but you are in denial and in pretense that is not happening, that is not occurring. But it doesn't mean that there, you know, that it is not happening. But I mm-hmm. tell you that we must align to this word of God in this hour. The Bible says, hallelujah. So, Amen. you know, children of God, you must ask him into your heart, your mind, your spirit, your soul, and your body, and bring it into alignment with him. Not your pastor, not the church, not your mother, not your dad, not your uncle, not your sister, not your brother, but you must align to him. Amen. That is where your salvation comes from. He is your Savior. If you want the blood of Jesus Christ for something to pass over, you have to fit in with him and you have to align with him. Amen. You must ask him to create a new heart in you and continually renew the right spirit in you. It's not a one-day thing. It's a continuous activity that you must satisfy in the Lord. Jesus Christ came and he said, repent for the kingdom of God is nigh. John the Baptist said, repent because the kingdom of God, heaven is here. So it's a continuous activity because First John chapter 1, verses 7 through 10 says, He is faithful and just to forgive you, but if you sin that you have no sin in your life, he says you are a liar and the word of God is not in you. Body of yep. Christ, wake up. You must trust mm-hmm. and have faith in him. And he said he will, he will, he, he will uh, trust him. Trust him, he says, mm-hmm. trust him, and he will direct your path. He will give you the right path to walk on. Amen. And absolutely, absolutely, you must be led and walked by the Spirit and not your own yes. fleshly desires. Romans chapter 8. Romans Amen. chapter 8. In Galatians chapter 5. You must walk and be led by the Spirit to inherit the kingdom of the living God. Thank you. You are not going to get it no other way. By alignment, line upon line, precept upon precept. That means line up with God, line up with his precepts. There's no uh, magic wand. It is the word of God. And it's daily living, daily important, daily eating, daily seeking, daily praying. And if you say, I'm trying, but I can't make it, that's a lie. Because, see, we're not believing what God says. 
if you're holding on to God and you're following God and you're praying and you're seeking him, there's no way you can be lost because God is an anchor to the soul. But it's believing God than your emotions. And emotion will tell you, I just can't. That's not the vocabulary, vocabulary, vocabulary of God. God said, I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. That's the vocabulary you should be saying. God said, he is the great I am. How can I fall when I'm in the hands of God? But I have to stay in the hands of God. Like Donna's saying, she's saying all of it. Every word of God is true. God made the universe, the heaven and earth, and you think God cannot keep us? But it's a, in going through that door through Jesus Christ, denying yourself and picking up your cross. Go on, Sister Donna. And so as as you are seeking him, 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 that is when he will reveal himself to you. You know? That's right. But you, you yourself have to choose. You have to make some choices now. You have to begin yeah. to cut away some things. You have to begin yeah. to shape your mind in the things of the Lord by the word of God, by the word of God. You know, you've been told so many things all your life, and your mind has been willing to think a way that may not be of God. And the only way that you yourself are going to find out is to read the word of God, and get what the word of God says because you know what? I I don't care how pure and anointed a man or woman of God is, God Jesus Christ is gonna be the final judge of you. When you yep. sleep and you enter into the kingdom, the throne of God for judgment. He's going to judge you. He's going to judge you by his word. He's not going to judge you by what your pastor and your pastor says or by what your mother taught you. He's going to judge you by his word. And if you don't know, if you fit up into the framework of his word, that's what that it, it doesn't matter because Romans chapter one says there is no excuse because he revealed himself through his very creation. So body of Christ. This is an opportunity for you to truly choose who you will serve. This is a time for you to truly choose who you will bow to, bow down to. Because maybe you're not preparing who you're going to bow down to, but the Satan's system will has determined to make you bow to him. Okay, and the only way you're going to know that you're not bowing to the wrong system is to read his word, to study the word of God, to study the word of God, to have a relationship with the word of God, have a relationship with Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's the only way. That's the only way. 
And if you keep relying on taking that lazy way out, sleeping as they slept, as they slept, if you keep taking the lazy way out because you're tired or because you want to focus on something else now, it's your choice. It is your choice because you have an opportunity now to truly accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and allow him to work in you, mind, spirit, body, and soul, and transform you. And that you can truly, he will truly say, yes, this is a son of mine. This is a daughter of mine. They belong in my kingdom. That is the true way that you're going to get there because Jesus Christ is going to be the one that will judge you by his word, by his word. And the Bible says, if my people, uh, can he call you by his name and say, this is my people? Can he truly say, this is my people? He said, which are called by my name, are you labeled? Do you bear the mark of Christ? Do you bear the mark of Christ? That he can say, yes, they are called by my name. They are called by my name. And he says, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Are you seeking his face? Have you turned from your wicked ways? He said, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Body of Christ, the word of God has given you a promise. Are you aligning with that promise? Are you fitting off into the condition? Or are you choosing your own way? Have you chosen to walk a walk that that is of euphoria, of pretense? That feels good, that looks good, that tastes good, but doesn't really uh, it fit off into the goodness of Jesus Christ? So I say to you now, make a choice. Choose now. Choose now. Choose in this hour. Choose today. Choose today. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Choose today to say yes to the Lord who will save your soul, who will save you in the hour of of trials and tribulations of perilous times. Minister Belinda, that's, that's my final words. Please share your final words with the body of Christ. Yes. Uh, You know, perilous times can show up at any hour. It can show up when you're sick. And all the medicines the doctors give you, you still can't get well. And you can feel your life slipping away. And if you have not resorted to God and doing what Sister Donna said, who you gonna call on when it takes it's gonna take the power of a living God to deliver you out of your sickness? We think sometimes it's just those those perilous. You don't understand perilous is around us at all times. 
You could be driving a car. And you wind up seeing death coming towards you. Who are you going to call on to stop it? All in God's word. The children of Israel, when they went through the wilderness, why didn't all of them go to the promised land? What happened to those? That, that died in the wilderness. He said, seek him while it's day. Because when night comes, you know, he said, the work going to work in the day. The night comes. There's coming a time that the word of God is going to become like a, 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 it's like a famine, a desert. They're going to seek after his word and not find it. That's perilous times when you can't hear God. You can't, you go everywhere you can go. And the word of God is not there for you. But you know, he makes a cry. God always makes a cry to his people. And judgment will start at the house of God first. He's trying, he said, we're supposed to be an anchor and a light, a be, uh, 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 what is that a word he gave me a long time ago? <laughs> it was like a, uh, a, a, uh, a, a lighthouse, but a beacon. How can we be a beacon to somebody we have no word in us? We're not established and rooted and grounded in God's word. For people in darkness. But the hour draws nigh. I mean, uh, this is in uh, Timothy, Second Timothy. And this is a pre-reposition be- before uh, going towards Revelation. But all through the bo- word of God, he told us examples. He showed us some examples. He gave warnings in his word before destruction came. And this Bible is for the the, the people of God because they're the ones that are supposed to bear the word of God. They're supposed to be the ones that lift up Jesus. He said if he be lifted up, he draw all men unto him. You can't draw lift up nothing if you have nothing in you. Can't overcome what you don't have in you. You can't stand without being rooted and grounded and built on the rock, and the rock is Jesus. There's no hope for the world, he says, without God. But that's all I have to say, Sister Don. You know, God, God's word is, is crying out to us. Amen. We either have to receive it, believe it, and live it. Amen. In Jesus' name. You, and tell me, but if I don't receive it, it's void. 
You know, the word will go void. The word will be here. I'll be doing void. You know, God cries to our soul every day. You know, when things come, the spirit of God, if you're listening to him, he comes quickly. He'll come to you. My daughter, my son, this is what's before you. He gives you a direction. He said, having ears here. You know, he says, you have eyes and see not, ears and hear not. Why did God and in this word? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I didn't say that. He said, that he, and then he says, I'm a, can I, am I not a God that cannot heal? Am I a God that cannot save? He tells us he set the waters in, board, in their borders. The water cannot move out of the, its borders unless God allows it. The devil can't move on this earth unless God allows it. He has dominion over him. The devil trembles at God. Why are God's people trembling at the, the power of God? The glory of God. And saying, Lord, here I am. Making God greater than we are. Why do we sit and make our minds greater than God where God is able to change the mind? That he can make the, the, the flesh obedient to his spirit. He has more dominion over our flesh than we do because he created our flesh. But the flesh is God has dominion over it. Without God, you cannot do it. You don't have the power. But through God, you can do all things. But you have to give it up. You got to say, Lord, here I am. And you have to lay you down and pick up the cross. Lay your mind down. Lay your emotions down. Lay your vocabulary down. Get the vocabulary of Jesus Christ. He was able to endure that pain and go to the cross. And he said, through him, we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. He, so he's saying, if I'm going in line with Jesus and I'm leaning on him, not me, I can do all things. But if I'm leaning on my spirit, my spirit or my flesh, my flesh will... Your spirit, man, he said the strong man will stop being strong. But in God, you can God never stops. His strength is un, unlimited. His power is unlimited. He'll make us do what the flesh don't want to do. The spirit, that spirit will speak to that flesh. And make that flesh get up and obey. Because you're allowing God to be God over you. But destruction's coming. It's like that little kid's thing, that a phrase they used to say, ready or not, here it comes. You know, uh, verse 6, but I don't, you know, we already read the whole thing. You read the whole thing. 
I don't really have no more to say. God just said it all in his word. Amen. You know, and and I just want to say that we're not uh, reading this to try to bring judgment on anyone, but we are reading it to say that if there's any of these characteristics that you feel that you may have that, you know, have sparked a a plug in you, have have, uh, caused you to feel uncomfortable, um, it's an opportunity to repent and ask the Lord to mm-hmm. transform and renew your mind um, while you still have breath and yes. while there's an opportunity to seek him. Um, yes. Jesus is coming. I know you've been hearing it and you probably probably heard it all your life, but the last days, perilous times shall come. Wake up, body of Christ. Renew your mind and connect with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth and learn of his ways that you might find the favor that he has in your sight. In uh, in his sight, not yours, but in his sight, um, in Jesus' name. And um, before we go, Mr. Belinda, let us uh, pray for the body of Christ and the leaders of the body of Christ uh, at this time. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we come in your throne room, God, boldly, because we are heirs to the kingdom of God, Father. And, Lord, we come humble before you, Lord, knowing that you are the great I am. Lord, we pray for your people, God. A cry is going out to your people, Lord Jesus. You are constantly before them, Lord, to turn away from their ways and turn to you, Lord, Father. Didn't die on that cross of vain. He didn't walk that life in vain. God, he came to show people how to come out of the dark, how to prosper, Lord, Father, in their spirit, man, Lord, Father. I pray, Lord God, for every individual that is called by God's name, in the name of Jesus, to hear what the Lord says and to come to his table and sup and eat of his food, Lord, eat of his word, grow. Lord, I pray, God, that all things, God, that are hindering your people, Lord, be cut away, and that you will graft in them, God, what they need to become strong, and that your word, line upon line, precept upon precept, God. I pray, Lord God, for those that know that, God, they have become laxed, that they will begin to, to line back up with the word of God, to cry out to God and say, Lord, don't let me become indifferent to your word. Don't let me become relaxed. For God, this I need you daily, Lord. Father, I ask you to energize them, God. God, bring them back to you, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that God, that you will encourage them to know that they have to become strong. Those that have held on and cried out to you, God, it's not time to let go, but it's time to... Ask God to tie you to the altar That you will not slip It's time to be revived Lord revive them God In your word Father strengthen them God encourage them in your word Father it's time to grab hold And say I must be about my father's business 
Because, Lord, there's going to come a time, God, that you're going, if you're not, that you're going to be in trouble. Lord, I pray, God, Jesus, you got to give them dreams and visions, God. Lord, come and talk to them, Lord Jesus. And, Lord God, take away the minds, God, that, Lord Jesus, that are these familiar spirits trying to talk to your people, trying to do God, just another way. It's okay. You got time. It don't matter no more. Nobody else is doing it. Yes, remember in those days when all hell breaks loose, Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, God, those that, Lord, have to turn their eyes on their family and turn it to you, God. And but trust in you, God, that you're going to work it out, Lord Jesus. Father, don't let them become discouraged. God, get their minds stabilized on you. You are the Alpha and the Omega. You're the beginning end. God, no devil had you. I don't care what the devil shows him. He's not going to have this last say. He's not the Alpha. He's not the Omega. It's you that can turn things around, God. And yes, some may lose, suffer loss, God. But that's only fleshly loss, God. We're fighting for souls, Lord. But God, everlasting life, Lord Jesus. We have to trust you, Lord. We return the trust back to you, Lord God. Return them back to you, Lord God. And let them repent, God. Let them have let them have the ears to hear and the eyes to see, God. God, you're crying out. Come back before it's too late. Come back, Lord Jesus. Let them have their, their wicks sharpened and have the oil, God. We know not the hour, Lord. Jesus, please, God. God, wake them up, God, if they they become blind, God, take the scales off their eyes, Lord Jesus. If they become dull, sharpen them, Lord Jesus. Sharpen them back, God, into your word, Father. Oh, God, remind them, Lord Jesus. God, let them go back to their first love, God. When they hunger and thirst after you, Lord. Anchor them, Lord God, in your word, Father, and move them forward, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray, Lord, for every individual, God, in your house, Lord, every individual called by your name. Now, God, for their needs to be met according to your riches and glory, God. And God, let them know. Let them know they got to make a decision. Either you're going to you're going to you're going to be God or you're not. They're either going to have to accept your word as it is, Father, believing that what you say is real, God. God, this is not a walk of our emotion. How I feel, God. It's by faith. Lord, and God, they can pray for their faith, God. 
Yena la bastondere vikusha dada baki. Ora bastondere viku. Gandere bastondere viku. God let him call on you while it is light, God. Please, Lord, while you are present, Father. Dia rotere bastondere vikusha dada baki. Lord Jesus, let him cry out to the living God. Ora bastondere. You say we have not because we ask not. Ask God. Everything is important. Every minor thing is important to God. Lord Jesus, God, I curse every form of darkness, God, that tries to be around your people. I curse every familiar spirit that's trying to seduce you in the name of Jesus, trying to pull them away from you. In the Oh, Father, But the living God said, I came to give you a life a lot more abundantly. In the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus. Right. And God, we call this prayer done. We believe, God, what you say. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for this day, giving us an opportunity to rise up and to uh, deliver this message, oh, Lord, a timely message about the last days that was spoken forward by the uh, your Apostle Paul, the ambassador to the kingdom of God. And we ask, O Father, that this word will revelate in the spirit of mankind and that they will uh, take heed to your word and that they will surrender unto your will and your way, O Father. And we ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for mercy and compassion upon your children. For those that are without the kingdom, O oh God, we pray, O oh Father, that you would knock at the doors. And, uh, Father, I pray, O oh. oh Lord, that, uh, oh Lord, that they for a time to make intelligent decisions before you, O oh Father, to accept you as Lord and Savior of the world. O oh Father, we ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. That you would have mercy upon the children, oh, Father. We know in the days and hours of the wilderness experience, oh, Lord, that of Israel, there were 21 and under that made it into the promised land, oh, God. And we ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, oh. You are merciful, God. God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We thank you, everyone, for listening in, and we uh, pray that the Lord Almighty God has touched your heart 
and that you will join us next week as we continue on the last days. There will be perilous times, but we know that by the strength and power of God that you can make it through. If you make that choice, he will walk you through and you will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the testimonies of what he has done for you. And we pray that the Lord's grace, Abu Hosanna, the grace of the Lord will be with you, his mercy, his power, to equip you for the days to come. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Yes.